keeping the, the, the users in mind is always really important. And the users is not just the users of the, com of the product, but your stakeholders in the organization. So making sure that you treat all of them as users. Users are not always right because the way they say things is, uh, is one way, but the way they do things is a different way. So create that empathy, but be critical about it. Hi, I'm Mike Green, and welcome to Understanding Users, the podcast where I chat candidly with UX design and research professionals from around the world to hear about how they build digital products and services in a user-centered way. And now a word from our sponsor. Oxford Insights are specialist researchers helping governments and public sector organizations around the world understand and harness technology for public good. From AI to data governance to business analysis, Oxford Insights take a clear, user-centered approach, co-designing projects with you to help define the problem, your approach to solving it, and what success looks like for you. Whether that's a new national strategy, a pilot program, a network of like-minded people from around the world, a media event, or a startup accelerator. Their AI readiness index, which they've run for the last five years, or the human-centered design index that they launched last year, both help countries understand where they stand relative to their peers and how and where to start improving their performance. With 15 years of experience, credibility and global exposure, the team at Oxford Insights is the key reference point for those seeking to deliver public innovation and bring future policy issues to the centre of government and the public sector today. To find out more about their work, visit OxfordInsights.com. This is part of a short series of bite-sized conversations with UX design and research leaders discussing a range of topics, recorded live at the UXDX conference in New York in May 2023. So my name is Moshe Mikanowski and I'm a product management enthusiast and working in product management currently with Ben Public in Canada, which is a consultancy for product management. And is this your first time at UXDX, Moshe? Yes, it is the first time. Um, and what are your impressions so far? Oh, I love it. I, you know, lots of energy, great people and great sessions. And you just gave a talk about uh, the product manager's toolkit, is that right? Yes. Tell me a little bit more. Yeah, so I, I gave a talk about how to choose your product for the product person. And this is all from my podcast of uh, uh, interviewing lots of people using different types of products and me choosing products that I have to use because I never had anyone helping me with that. Uh, and there is a lot of aspects with, that you have to look to when you choose a product. A lot of it is really based uh, similar to how we build the product. You define the problem and then you prioritize and you find solutions and you test them and you iterate on it, etc. until you choose the right product and then when you implement it, it's the same thing. Yeah. So what, what would you say is the key takeaway you wanted your audience, uh, you know, from your audience for, for your talk? Um, that it's not an obvious thing to do, but it's not, you know, impossible to do and also if you don't have someone to do it for you don't wait there are some uh, tools that I shared on Miro that to help you look into products and make the decisions for yourself and one thing I've been asking you know everyone I'm talking to here is around obviously AI because it's you know it's on everybody's lips and you mentioned it in your talk tell me a little bit more about kind of how you think AI is going to affect the product manager, let's say, in terms of you know design and going forward. And yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I think that mostly it's going to be for more of the junior um, product managers that are learning new type of areas that they are not very um, familiar well, familiar with. 
and basically to get a much um, uh, faster way to understand what needs to be done in different types of situations. Um, I, I hope it will be more than that in the future, but on the other end, I also follow the experts in the industry that are warning against it. So I'm kind of like on the fence. Right, right. Yeah, so that, that, that kind of warning you just mentioned, there are obviously concerns around that. Tell me more around kind of what you think those concerns are and what, what attention we should pay to them. Yeah, um, um, I don't know how much it will apply for product management, but when I tried ChatGPT myself, I tried it on things that I knew the answer for, and I and I saw the answers I got, and it wasn't right there. So I'm afraid that people that will use it and they don't know the answer will take it as gospel, and then they will not get to the right answer by, by doing more uh, research and, and talking and, and seeing what other people are doing. So what, um, on the positive side, what kind of excites you about the possibilities that AI offers? Um, yeah, I, I really hope that it will help us be more effective in the future. Um, I hope it's not going to be siloed. So I hope it's going to be effectiveness as a team. And that's where I hope it will go into. So the same way that in the past uh, collaboration came uh, by and now every good product has some type of collaboration in it. Uh, the same way that uh, AI would help a team be a better team rather than just the product manager or just the developer or just the designer. So what advice would you give to an organization or a team that's looking to uh, potentially embed AI in their workflow or kind of the tools that they use? Um, scrutinize it. Um, check first on things that you know, how the quality of what you're getting, and only then trust it. So don't trust it just because everyone are saying you have to trust it. And um, kind of more generally, what do you, you love about what you do in the world of kind of product management and what, what sort of challenges you or frustrates you? I love, uh, you know, seeing clients happy and uh, seeing new products coming out that are really creating value. Um, I love also um, teaching other people about product management and how to be more product-centered and create a culture in product. But that's also one of those things that frustrates me because um, most companies are far away from having this culture. So there is a lot of work to be done there. And getting that importance and um, the point across that how important it is and how um, uh, companies should really invest in that is very, very hard. So, so what would you say is the biggest obstacle that companies face or organizations face that clients you've worked with in terms of you know, a product-centric mindset? Um, culture. Right. It's really about the culture of the people in the organization. Uh, and many times it's, the, the, it's not out of being mean, it's just out of kind of blindness. These are blind spots that they have because of past experience that they had or didn't have because of the type of people they hire, uh, because of the way they make decisions, because of politics. So there is a lot of things that can happen in an organization that will uh, create these uh, blind spots. And again, more generally, how can product teams um, build products and services with users in mind? How can they keep kind of users at the forefront of what they're doing? So um, keeping the, the, the users in mind is always really important. And the users is not just the users of the, com of the product, but your stakeholders in the organization. So making sure that you treat all of them as users. Users are not always right. 
because the way they say things is uh, is one way, but the way they do things is a different way. So create that empathy, but be critical about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Understanding Users. If you enjoyed what you heard, do please like or comment wherever you're listening and feel free to share this episode more widely. And feel free, of course, to drop me a line with any feedback via LinkedIn or my website, researchable.uk. Thanks as well to our sponsor, Oxford Insights. Join me again next time when I'll be sharing some more insights from digital design professionals. Until then, stay safe and stay user-centred.